0: Have you ever been so incredibly overwhelmed that you finally take a look back and realize, oh no, this has been like my entire week and that you are just kind of struggling through and things are piling up and you don't even know where to start because everything feels so overwhelming? Well, same. I've actually done that so many times that I have a system for it, believe it or not. Um, So today I want to walk you through the five steps on how to get yourself out of that funk and back on track. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Sam here, and I know your day's crazy, but I've got a quick idea to take your stress from overwhelmed to under control. So let's tackle systems from the classroom to your living room, one simple step at a time. This is the Simple Systems with Sam podcast. Not to brag or anything, but I am pretty good about like falling apart every once in a while. And I think we all need a good time to just see how we can put our lives back together after things kind of go in unexpected turns for a minute. Well, lately, this happened to me. There were all these little things that kept happening that kept adding up, and my capacity to handle them was dwindled. And I think we've all been there, right? Where we start feeling so overwhelmed by the little things that seem to not be going the way we hoped they would, and then those keep piling up, and then we push things off, and then eventually... You realize, like I mentioned earlier, you're, you're not even on the path, but you've veered off and you've fallen down one cliff and you're realizing that you're on the edge of another cliff and you don't want to go that far. This has happened to me several different times and without trying to get a whole lot of sympathy for things that I've been through because everyone has their own story, I have been really good at figuring out the patterns I've noticed for when I'm picking myself up and what works and what doesn't. And so this is the list of things that have worked for when things feel just really overwhelming and unmanageable and you just need help to kind of write yourself back inch by inch so that you can continue down and being okay. And I'm not saying that this is like a miracle list of steps. This is not something that can help you like overcome major trauma or anything like that. But if you just have realized you haven't cooked your family dinner in like three weeks and that DoorDash bill is getting a little large, maybe this is also a good little reset for you. If the grading is piling up and you're kind of just overwhelmed and anxious and realizing that maybe your report cards are coming out soon. Yep, that was me. Been there. Well, this is for you too. This doesn't have to be all the big things. It can be just little sections of your life. But I do think that you don't notice it until it becomes more and more than just one little section. So to kick us all off, let's pretend for a second, or if you don't have to pretend, that's fine too, that you are just on the struggle bus. You are driving the struggle bus. Things just feel like they're piling on top of you and you want to start getting your way out. Well, step number one is going to be creating a schedule and it doesn't have to be detailed and it doesn't have to be uh nice block schedule that stretches out for weeks at a time. But if you can write down a schedule of what needs to happen and when, that gives you just a plan. This is your action steps that you can take. It's a first step towards action that's going to help you really hone in on the things that need to get done and what can get done. So when do you have to take the kids to their practices? When do you have to have grades done by? What times do you have open to add in different steps so you can catch up on something? When do you have availability and when do you have stuff going on? And if you already know that there's a deadline looming and you need to assign an open spot to a task, then you can go ahead and do that. But just having a schedule allows us to feel like we're in more control. Even if sometimes that schedule is still a lot, and it probably will be a lot. Seeing it all written down, having it all written down. I don't know about you, but I just don't think a digital one would be the greatest. I would write it down on paper. There's something that feels more in control about writing everything in where you need it, when you need it so that it can get done. And just having the schedule is a huge mental hurdle. Now, this could be like you just schedule that the rest of the day that you're currently in. This could be you are going into a weekend and you just need to write a schedule down for the weekend. But I'm going to tell you that if you notice you are still in a funk after your schedule has run out, you need to keep writing a schedule as long as it takes until you feel like you're more in control. That's just step one. We haven't even done anything yet. Really, we're just writing a list down. You haven't even actionably done anything. Step two is making sure that you are using what you currently have. Keep it simple. And by keeping it simple, I mean don't sit there and feel like you have to reinvent a wheel. Go search up a worksheet online and see what you can find. Pull a sub plan for a school so that you can spend some time grading. If you have things in your pantry that just need to get used up, make a random meal out of it. Use the things that you have instead of adding an additional layer to your plate of having to go not only collect things, but then also create a plan for those things later on. What do you have right now that can work? Try to approach every single task that you have with a mindset of what do I already have? What is already ready for me that I can make work? Step three is to set small and achievable goals. There's always a section in a planner that's like your big three for the day, your top three. What are you going to focus on? Here's your 20 goal list that you've written out. What is one step towards each of those that you can do? I'm here to tell you that while that might work for you in a regular setting, that is not what you need when you are trying to steer that wagon back uphill towards the road. So you need to decide on one achievable step. I want this to be something, especially when you're starting out, that is so blatantly simple that just needs to happen and you can achieve it. One per day, not one per area of your life, one per day. And there's a lot of psychology that's going to go into this because if you can give yourself a small win, you're going to feel more motivated to keep stacking on extra wins. And that is a (laughs) win-win. So if we can give you a small victory, and maybe it's towards something that is a goal or a focus, but maybe it's literally just make dinner for my family tonight. That's it. And once you have that goal knocked out, You need to have like a little mini celebration for yourself and then assign another one. Not to get done that day, but the next day. If you focus on the one goal at a time, then you're going to be able to start feeling more in control and like you can handle all these things and you can do this and you've got this and all the great, all the great cheers. But if you set a small goal, achieve it, and then immediately set yourself another small goal, what you're going to do is you're going to get yourself in this cycle of always feeling like you have The next thing waiting. So we're just going to focus on one thing a day. Can you achieve something else on top of that one thing? Yeah, but you only have one goal that day. And one goal is plenty. As you go, you're going to realize you're running out of like the easy, small things to do. And then maybe you start upping the challenge. Maybe your challenge is to go ahead and plan out the next week of lessons for one of your courses. That's going to take a little bit more time and it's going to put some effort into it. But it's another thing that's going to help you feel more in control. And then you have a week planned out, ready to go. And you've got to work your way up to that and you still have to make it achievable. If you have zero time that day, then this is not an achievable goal to set. You need to make it something that is so simple, so easy that it's almost impossible not to get it done. Step number four is to simplify And this is always going to come up, but one of the things you're going to need to do is take a look at the schedule that you've put out there and also the little goals that you have. And you need to notice what's getting in your way. Is your schedule too full because you haven't simplified it? Are you looking around at all of the small goals you have and realizing, man, this will go a lot faster if I just had less clothes, or if I just decided that this assignment really isn't worth a grade for my students. It doesn't reflect their knowledge or their learning. Well, then simplify. (laughs) And yes, in a lot of cases, it's get rid of, but also it could be maybe this doesn't represent their learning, but they put a lot of really great effort into it. So I'm either going to grade a small portion or completion grades. And completion grades, I feel, are still valid, especially at a lot of learning levels as we're trying to train up our students into just getting things done on time. And in using what you have, you're going to be forced also to simplify in other areas of your life. So you're going to have to create simple meals, simple lunches to pack. You're going to have to create a simple plan for how you can get from practice A to practice B to home for dinner. You need to try to figure out where can you cut something out? Where for the moment can you maybe pause an activity or skip some sort of meeting And use that time instead to work towards your small goals and realigning yourself. Simplifying can either be the easiest thing because you're realizing everything that got in your way and everything that seemed to make it more overwhelming and more complicated. Or it can be really hard because you don't want to feel like you failed because you couldn't keep up with the schedule and the commitments and the promises and the assignments that you were the one in charge of. But it's okay to always readjust where you are at any stage, at any time. It is your life and you're not living it for anybody else. So let's go ahead and cut some of the things that we don't need. Whether it's a physical object or something that we promised we would attend. We can go ahead and put a pause until we have a little bit more of our feet under us. And then the last thing is a reset. And we've kind of been slowly working our way up to a reset throughout all of these steps. But once you have made a schedule and you're using the things that you have and you're setting these small goals that I'm hoping you're achieving as you go and you simplify as you go, so you're simplifying the items, you're simplifying your calendar, now we just need to get a full-on reset because while you're doing all of this stuff, it just feels like there's more and more adding to your plate or there's things that are left unfinished and there are maybe just a whole bunch of messes around your house or You know, there's things that are happening at school where a lab just got out of control and you still have to put things away. There can be so much that is going to throw off our game. So I consider a reset like my final stamp of I have kind of dug myself out of the trenches, but now I want to start from a blank slate. And my blank slate usually looks like doing all of the laundry, (laughs) all of the laundry that I can. Cleaning off my counters and my kitchen table. Those are some really important ones to me. And at school, it is basically pretending like I have report cards due. And if I can get everything caught up that needs to be caught up... And remember, I'm still simplifying along the way. I'm still making small goals. This doesn't have to be done overnight. But if I can get that reset achieved, then it's almost like the slip and the fall didn't happen. I'm able to kind of regain control and say, here we are. We're back. Let's do this. Now the reset can take some time and in that time other things can feel like they're piling up or maybe you don't do a full reset all at once. Maybe these are part of the small steps that you're taking and your small achievable goals that you're trying to reach, but you deserve a fresh start. And so while sometimes it may feel like more work, if you go ahead and take the five steps to simplify your to-do list and make sure that you're delegating and you're automating and you're able to prioritize, your reset is going to fall into place a lot easier than you think. And this is not an overnight success sort of thing. I've been working on pulling myself up out of the gutters for about three weeks now. But I can officially say that I feel confident and I feel less overwhelmed. I still have things to get done. I'm still in the middle of my reset. In fact, tonight is a grading bonanza for me. And so I'm going to be finishing up the reset of my grading because I've already reset my home and I feel like I am able to have more space and room and energy to get that done because I know that on the other side of it is just a whole bunch of relief. So you need to give yourself time and patience. But as you come out of it, a bonus step six is to really go back and do an analysis. What did you think happened? What is, what are some early warning signs that you might be able to see in the future That something isn't quite going right. I know for me, some early warning signs are literally I stopped cooking for myself and for my family and I'm just scrounging or buying a whole bunch of pre-made meals. For me, that's a sign that I I need a a fresh start. I need a little reset because something isn't going right. Another thing is when I know that I have projects to be graded for school and I just cannot get started. When I've seen a project sitting waiting to be graded for a week, and I haven't even tried touching it, that's when I know that I'm starting to feel overwhelmed by it and I need to maybe stop and tackle the problem head on. Another sign for me is that, honestly, I just get so tired so early. I'm talking about like 7.30. I just want to lay in bed and not talk to anybody and fall asleep. So for me, those are the warning signs that I've noticed as patterns That maybe I need to stop and evaluate what's happening. And it's not just stop and evaluate what's happening, but it's doing these five steps and being able to know that I can preemptively start pulling myself up a much smaller cliff than if I were to continue to let it go. If I can create a little schedule for myself when I say, hey, that project that's been sitting there for a minute, I really need to get to it. If I can go ahead and look at it and say, this is my schedule for when I'm going to go and tackle it. Here's what I'm going to use that I already have. I'm using what I have. Maybe I use a rubric from the past year and go spend some time finding that so they don't have to reinvent the wheel for my grading. And maybe my small goal is that I grade five during this plan period. That's it. Five for my first plan period and then go from there. If I can simplify it, then I can start saying what parts are really important so that I don't have to grade everything so that I'm looking at the things that are truly important to the project. And then if I can do a reset, my reset is to get the grades all done, handed back out, and literally out of my sight. But it's so much easier when it's just a project that I'm noticing I'm kind of falling behind on. And maybe while that's happening, I'm falling behind on making dinners for my family. I can do the same thing. I can create a schedule, slash a meal plan. I can look at my pantry and decide what I'm going to throw into a chili. Have you ever noticed, chili is just the easiest thing. I don't even know what my mom's chili recipe was, and I keep trying to recreate it But it was always just throw stuff in from the pantry that we had. Setting small goals like maybe cooking two or three meals a week and having enough leftovers to take for school so that you don't feel like you have to order out. Simplifying things by realizing that a sandwich is a meal. And that's totally fine. You can maybe even delegate and have a grill night and have your husband or your spouse do that for you. And then to do a reset of it, you just have to make sure that you are getting into a habit And that you feel better and maybe you're incorporating more healthy foods. Just a thought. It doesn't have to happen. Anyway, I hope that these five steps can find you at just the right time. And that whenever you need them, you can come back to this episode, listen along, and I can promise you that we will get out of this little hurdle together. Until next time. Thanks for hanging out today. I hope that this simple step will help build big results in your classroom, home, and life. Remember to subscribe, review, and tag me on social media at engineerdoeseducation so we can build a simple system together.